Did you know that you're born gifted? Listen in as the fitness preacher and soon-to-be best-selling author of the book, Born Gifted, Nissan Trotter, explains his journey in discovering his gifts and how you can discover your gifts too. Welcome to the Shauna Kay Show. I'm your host, Shauna Kaminsky, health, wellness, and anti-aging specialist, and the best-selling author of the book, Lose Your Menopause Belly. I'll provide simple lifestyle hacks for you to regain your health and get your sexy back. Tune in for practical, easy, actionable steps to upgrade your health today. excited today because I have a very special guest on our podcast. Nissan, welcome to the Shauna K podcast. The Shauna K podcast. I'm excited. Thank you for having me. Yeah. <laughs> Nissan, now I'm going to just do a little introduction, uh, but I will not do you justice. I've known you for maybe what, five or six years or is it long? Yeah. 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 So, Nissan is a Fit Body Bootcamp owner. Uh, and we're going to learn a lot about Nissan, but that's kind of the context that I met you in uh, is as a Fit Body Bootcamp fellow owner, but then you've gone on to do so many great things. Um, so it, is there anything else I can say other than that you're a Fit Body Bootcamp owner, you're an awesome dad of two kids, you've got a great uh, wife, Urellis, am I saying that right, Urellis? Urellis, Urellis, yep, Puerto Rican. Okay, Jarellis, uh, that you live in, tell me where you live, because I forget. I live in a small little place called Lewisburg. It's about an hour and a half away from the capital of Pennsylvania, Lewisburg, Pennsylvania is where I live. Right, because I thought it was Pennsylvania, and I thought it was mm-hmm. something, in any case. Um, but what I really wanted to talk about today is a book that you've just written, and it's called Born Gifted. And can you tell us a little bit uh, about, before we get to that, sure. about how you got fired and ended up becoming an entrepreneur and started helping people with your Fit Body Boot Camp and in all the other ways that you helped yourself? Absolutely. It's one of my favorite stories to share, ironically. Most people starting off probably wouldn't say that getting fired is a fun story. Right. But reflecting back on it and where I am now, oh, it is absolutely fun to share this story. I was working as an investment advisor for a prominent financial institution in a city called Pensacola, Florida. And so when I was literally at my desk or coming into the office and then sitting at my desk working away, getting ready to make a whole bunch of cold calls to high net worth individuals, my assistant pulled me to the side and told me to come into the branch manager's office. I wasn't thinking much of it at the time, but then as I sat down right in front of him, he looked me dead in the eyeballs and said, Nissan, today will be your last day. You're fired. I wasn't getting, I didn't get any notice in advance. I didn't see it coming. Totally blindsided me. And I thought that I would at least be able to finish the day in grace at the job before leaving. But in humiliation, I had to pack my stuff immediately and leave the premise out the back door. 
I couldn't really even take any of my key contacts that I had developed from the firm with me because that is considered their, uh, their information. And so literally I went from having a, what I thought was a, a challenging job, but my also get rich quick scheme in all honesty to pretty much falling flat on my face and failing pretty fast straight out of college. At a, I went to a very prestigious institution uh, called Bucknell University. And once I finished at Bucknell, that's when I went into investments. And I wasn't in the industry long before I found myself jobless. Uh, and so uh, to make a long story short, that's the, the, the short of it with how I, I ended up uh, fired and then thinking to myself, what am I going to do next? So what I love is that you had taken that, you know, seemingly unfortunate, you know, happening. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's such a story of hope for anyone that is facing disappointment because you really spun that around to living kind of like such a dream life now. You're helping so many people with your fitness business and um, you've just written a book, which, which is really what I wanted to talk about today. Sure. I really love the message in your book um, called Born Gifted. And tell me, how does somebody that gets fired from a job that you went to college to attain get fired from a job to turn that, spin that all around to be, you know, writing a book called Born Gifted? How did that happen? Yes, there's a lot of in between, obviously, in between A to Z. Yeah. And... Interesting. Once I got fired, I that was one of the highlights and hallmark moments of my life. I was thinking to myself, shouldn't I be in the fetal position? Right. Shouldn't I be biting my nails or eating bonbons, crying, watching some sitcom? You know, why, why am I? Yeah, exactly. Shouldn't I just be soaking up a whole lot of daytime TV? But when I got fired, it actually resulted in me being thankful, grateful that it happened. And I just went into literally praising God uh, because I knew in my heart of hearts, I was doing an unfit call. I, I was trying to produce, pursue something that really didn't have my name written over it, Shauna. And I went from that to really working blue collar. I... And I'm really a country boy as well. And so I went into building fences with my uncle in the swarming heat of Sweet Home, Alabama, which is where I'm originally from. And I eventually signed up for a job to work back at my alma mater, Bucknell University, working in development, which is very interesting because... I realized that the skills that I was developing at this prominent financial institution were transferable skills for my next job at my alma mater. Uh, and, And it was really, really cool because I find myself being successful there, but comfortable. And I, I think that that can be a danger zone for a lot of people. I was comfortable as a development officer raising funds for the institution. Uh, but after about five years, that that comfort began to be uneasy for me. I was actually afraid of not living up to my potential. And that, Sean, is what led me to 
becoming a fitness expert, a fitness trainer, working in the health and fitness industry. Because as I was working full time at Bucknell University as a fundraiser, I then began to really, really, really enjoy training, working out, relieving stress from the day, hitting the gym. And my wife, unbeknownst to me, knowing my passion, purchased $500 worth of personal training materials, sat it in my lap and said, you need to become a fitness trainer. And she was right. She was absolutely right, Shauna. And I love the fact that people who know you best will, will really require you to level up. If you're around the right people, and my wife is certainly one of them, they pull greatness out of you. You know that, right? You have coaches, you have mentors who do that. Uh, you do that for me all the time. And so when, I, when she sat that material in my lap, I was like, okay, I'm going to get the job done. I woke up at like four or five every morning to study for about two hours before going into my full-time job at Bucknell. And then once I got certified, we didn't have a brick and mortar structure. We started training uh, clients literally in the outdoor park. And lo and behold, my part-time check became pretty much equivalent to my full-time check working as a development officer at my alma mater. Right. Uh, and, and then here's the day that lives in infamy. It was February 29th of 2012. And Literally, this was a leap day of leap year. I'm at my computer typing, working away for my alma mater. And I felt this impression that said, Nissan, why are you still here? And literally, that scared the socks off of me. And, you know, I darted downstairs. I was on the third floor of my building. I darted downstairs. Started to pace back and forth, doused my face with water and asked myself this question. Did I really feel that? Did I really just hear that? Why are you still here? And I honestly believe it was just divine intervention from God who was letting me know that it's time to just grow your entrepreneurial wings and jump into fitness full time. And that's exactly what I did. Well, and, and it's interesting, Nissan, because as we're recording it, it's March 1st which would be February 29th if it was a leap year. So that is exactly yeah. years ago today. Wow. Wow. Nice connection. You're exactly right. Right. This, this, is, this is meant to be. Yeah. And, and I just want to highlight that, that, you know, sometimes good gets in the way of great because you were sure. enjoying and did a really great job at your current, current job. But sure. it was standing in the way of what you're really great at, which is, and I didn't say this in our introduction, is that you are really known as the fitness preacher, <laughs> right? And I mean, yes, like, and you are such a gifted speaker. So I feel like, you know, your fitness boot camp and that as a platform is really another stepping stone to more greatness because there's more in you. And what I really love about you is that you're not, you're, you know, you're serving your, your clients and your business, but it's not, it's not the end game for Nissan. Certainly not. I, I just see this continue to grow and go into bigger places. That's been the, the story and the pattern of my life. Yeah. Yeah. And so, all right. So now circling back around to the, to the book. 
born gifted. All right. So here we are where we're fired from what is supposed to be your career. You know, you get a, a, a great job. You're doing a good job with it, you know, but your wife is like, no, this is not for you. You have this, you know, epiphany. I've got to be a fitness trainer. What am I still doing here? Now what? Now I'm, I'm transforming lives. I'm making a bigger impact and I'm doing what I love. And, and this is how I kind of measure and quantify impact by two things. Number one, passion and is your passion growing? And then number two, serving people and is the amount of people that you're serving growing and are you becoming a better servant? And both of those things were happening. My impact was growing and I knew that I had to, to take a leap into doing this full time. And it made me wonder to myself how many people are really uncomfortable being comfortable yeah. uh, because that was certainly my position. Yeah. And when you become uncomfortable being comfortable, uh, it, it, what, what it <clears throat> lends itself to doing is begging of you, pleading of you to, to, to stretch yourself, to, to be a better version of yourself. And as I begin to see these transformations happen right before my very eyes of people literally physically changing their bodies, but also becoming mentally stronger, uh, physically stronger, et cetera, I said to myself, you know, this is something special. I believe I can put pen to pad and write about this. And, and how did I get to this place? It's because I literally used my gift as a springboard to where I am today. Right. So your book, can you just tell us a little bit, you know, uh, a little bit about what your, what your book is about? It's called Born Gifted. I mean, I loved it, yeah. but mm -hmm. quick, quick synopsis, why would anybody want to read it? And then I want to talk about, you know, some of the, the, the nuggets in the book. Sure. Born Gifted is about how to unwrap the gifts inside you for supernatural success. I have come to find out that there are really one of three people in how they approach their gifting. There's a group of people who either A, don't believe that they're gifted. There's a group of people that either B, believe that they're gifted, but don't necessarily know how to take it to the next level. Uh, and that not knowing how to take it to the next level is, is the, 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 C, the C group. So again, group A, they, they don't even believe that they're gifted. They don't even believe that they have something special inside of them. So the book speaks to that group. And then uh, the, the second group is uh, there's people who believe that they're gifted, but they just need to discover what that gift is. And then for those who have discovered that gift, uh, there's another group who we're going to take that gift to supernatural status stardom uh, because you are really excelling to the to the tippy top of the iceberg uh, with your gift and so that this book born gift this piece to all of those groups so I, I think we need to clarify right from the beginning that yes the the, the people in group one that don't mm -hmm. think they have a gift they we can emphatically tell them that they are wrong because everyone has a gift absolutely I believe that to be so because we wouldn't have even been created if 
there wasn't something special inside of us. We've already defied the odds by just being here on this planet. You know, I, I guess the million to two million sperms alone that could have been created instead you know, it was us. And so from that along, we know that we have a special purpose, a special call, something that we must fulfill on this universe. And so just by our very existence, we're proving that we're gifted because we are the gift. So how do we discover our unique gifts? What's this first step? What do we do? Yeah, I, I get that question a lot. And, and I believe at a very basic level, really spending some necessary me time to discover what you enjoy doing, what comes natural to you, what, whenever you do it, time passes by so easily and freely for you because you enjoy doing it. What do your, your friends affirm in you that you are great at doing? Uh, those are the ways that you can discover uh, your unique gift. And when you really examine yourself, because Socrates says <clears throat> the unexamined life is not worth living. When you spend that quality me time with yourself to discover what those passions are, uh, then you can really uh, take it to the next level. But first you have to become accustomed with spending quality time with yourself. Yeah. And, and I think that, you know, we live in such a fast paced world where everyone's got their iPhone beside them. Uh, you know, that there's not really that much downtime. And sometimes people get a little bit afraid of it. And it, it's kind of uncomfortable having me time. So, you know, spending time in nature or even if you can't spend you know, a long time, but, you know, saying, okay, I'm going to just take these 30 minutes and just do some thinking, maybe some journaling. That might be helpful. Absolutely. Sean, the exercise can be so easy. I call it weapons of mass distraction. And whenever you identify what those weapons of mass distractions are, whether it's your cell phone, social media, the popular TV show that continues to pull away your attention, when you can eliminate those out of your life and keep the main thing the main thing and become comfortable, even in the silence and solitude, sometimes I'm thinking my best thoughts and I'm coming up with the best ideas when it's just me alone by myself. So first people got to become quiet, become comfortable with the silence and the quiet. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I love that. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Now, you know, if we, if we've spent some time, you know, in, in silence and trying to discover what some of our unique gifts are talking to others, sometimes that's really revealing, you know, sometimes like your wife saw your gift before right. you saw it. So that's really powerful. But what can, we, what can we do if, if, if I have an inkling of what my gift is, how can I cultivate it? Well, there's a couple of things that you can do. I, I wish I could go into great detail with like everything that I found valuable for myself in terms of what you can do to really cultivate your gift. Because certainly you are ahead of many who don't believe that they're gifted once you discover what your gift is. But then when we talk about cultivating it and take it, taking it to a supernatural level, a place that people haven't seen before, I believe you should really engage in what I call kick the door down moments. Like Shauna, you kick doors down. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna break this down to you to make sure that I'm crystal clear with what I mean by that. Okay. But there are a group of people that uh, they just simply 
they just simply wait for things to happen. Right. And there's a group of people who want things to happen, but then there's a group of people who simply make things happen. Yep. And the people who make things happen are those who kick the door down. Now, I should also mention there are some group of people who wonder what happened too. Yeah. Uh, and, and you don't want to be one of those either. No. But because you, you are aggressive in your approach, you know, you, you aren't waiting idly, trying to uh, just, just, just let life pass you by. But instead, you are progressive in your approach. And, and you're, okay to, you're okay with trying things out. You're okay with missing the mark only to learn something about yourself in that process. And so, so starting out for some people who, who just flat out don't know what their, where their gifting is, you know, go by trial and error. Kick it down. You know, yeah. Try some new pursuit. What are you most passionate about? Go for it. And, and I'll give you a perfect example. I knew that I wanted to be in the industry, the fitness industry. I tried to take the typical route, Shana, and work for a big box gym. I put my application uh, for them to review, and it sat on their desk for weeks. I didn't get a phone call back. I didn't get an email back. I was quite offended. And I knew that they were purposely ignoring me. And it wasn't until I said, you know what, I'm going to kick the door down. And in fact, I bulldozed down the door in the health and fitness industry. And we literally didn't have a door to bulldoze down because we started in the park. But that was me, you know, opening up an opportunity for myself. Uh, and, and lo and behold, through doing that, I was able to discover that, you know, I'm, I'm good at this and I can be great at this. I can be phenomenal at this. So number one, kick the door down when it comes to cultivating your gift. Um, if I could just uh, throw this in as well, Nissan, is that Please. using failure as an opportunity instead of as, you know, uh, you know, building more self-doubt. Like what I loved, uh, love about your story is that you, you've taken failure and just moved forward with it. And I think that that is a huge, uh, you know, that's been a secret. It's been the secret of my success. And I have a feeling that it's a secret of your success as well in terms of, sure. hey, when I fail, that, that's solid information. Like, it, like it, it doesn't mean no. It means like, let's just look around and see what we can learn from that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the second thing I would say in terms of cultivating your gift, Shauna, is to monitor your language. That's so important. How you speak about what you're trying to accomplish pays big dividends if you use the right words. Gifted people say stuff like, I'm pumped. I'm thrilled. I cannot wait. You know, uh, this is going to be awesome. People who do not believe in their gifting they say stuff like, it's boring, hot day Wednesday, I can't, it's too hard. And a lot of times we sabotage our growth and our ability to move forward just based simply according to the things that we say. So in order for me to be the absolute best I can be, I'm going to say, you know what, I'm going to become personal trainer of the year one day. And it happened. I'm going to be a faithful husband to my lovely wife one day. And it happened. I'm going to have beautiful children. And it happened. I'm going to be an author. Literally, Shauna, I said these things. I spoke these things out. And I'm living them today. I, I couldn't agree with you more. Is that because thoughts become things. And so when we are thinking these things, 
it opens up possibilities for them to happen. But if your thoughts were, I don't, I don't know if I can become a trainer, you know, I don't know. Wow. I'd like to be a dad, but I don't know if I'd ever be a great father. I don't even know if I can ever get married. Like you might, none of right. them never have ever happened for you. So we really have to monitor not just our language, but our thoughts to start with, because, you know, the, like I said, thoughts become things. And so we need to keep the positivity going. And, and, and Sean, you're exactly right. Could I give you one more? You got me going, going on like this rampage now. I, I, when, when, we, when we think about also cultivating our gift, people who believe in their gift, they have strong vision. They know that the eyes in their eye socket is just merely foreseeing what's in front of them. But people with vision, real supernatural vision, use their heart to see what's beyond them. Right. Make sense to you? Like, yeah. like I, I have such strong vision that the things that I want to take place in my life, that I cannot see with my natural eye, but I can feel with my heart, I can literally almost taste those things feel those things, experience those things in the here and now. So I love the fact that gifted people have strong vision and they use their heart for it. But the good news too, Nissan, is if I don't have a strong vision, it's something I can cultivate with practice. It's something Absolutely. to do. So it's not like, ah, oh, Nissan can do that because he's got strong vision. I just have to start telling myself, hey, Shauna, you've got strong vision. What do you envision? Okay, let's put in the details. What does it look like? What does it smell like? What colors are the walls in the office that you want to maybe set your next, you know, boot camp up in or whatever your passion is? You can develop these, these skills. It's just a matter of awareness. There you go. Yes, absolutely. And, and Shauna, it, it's powerful. It, it will pay huge dividends. And it can be something that's fun. The imagination was given to us by God as a gift. And so why not use our imagination to propel us forward with our vision? So now I think you might have one more tip on cultivating gifts. Do you have one more tip for us? Sure, I can give you one more. I believe that one of the most strongest points that I can make is on our keyboards for our computers, the most powerful button on it is the delete button. Yep. And I take that in a reference to what it means in terms of cultivating our gift. It's one of the things that we are going to delete out of our life so that we can keep the gift as the one thing that we will dominate. There's not a whole lot of time, Shauna, that I spend throughout the course of the day that does not concern my gift. I habitually make it a habit to constantly monitor my routine and my habits, and I delete unnecessary stuff out of it that's taking me away and pulling me away from dominating my gift. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You know all about that, right? You, you, I mean, you were dialed in, you were focused, you know what your sliver of space is. And I bet a lot of your day consists of helping females burn body fat, you know, making sure that you look the part, making sure that you are delivering content, even free content, Shana, that I see of yours that is so valuable for so many people to, to, to look into. There's no way in the world that you could be pumping out that stuff without having a strong delete button on your keypad that you use all the time. 
Right. And, you know, as entrepreneurs, like we often hear the shiny ball syndrome. So, you know, we have to, we have to, when something comes into our vision that seems bright and shiny, we have to test that. Does that, does that move my mission forward? Does that help my gifting? Does that, does that help me with what my God given purpose is? Like I, I'm pretty solid on what mine is and what yours is, but for others that are kind of just cultivating their own gift um you know when these other opportunities come available or distractions even if it's just like watching netflix like sometimes these things are just insidious they just kind of fall into your life and then you know you might find yourself watching television um several times uh, or several hours a day in which case then you know that's taking away from your gift so you have to ask yourself you know are these things moving my gift forward? Are they helping me, you know, fulfill my purpose? So I love the idea sure. of the button. But now I think the one of the biggest enemies, and we all face it, and, and I want to make it clear that even people like you and I that are very confident in what our gifting is and what our purpose is, mm-hmm. there's, the, there's self-doubt, there's fear, you know, how do you, what are your tips for, you know, we're stepping, we're stepping without a net. We're going into places that we've never been. How do we do that? We, we do that by taking action. I have a line that I mentioned in the book on how to alleviate fear is by taking action. And every time you take action, it gives fear a kidney punch. And so I love that line because it's so true in my life. Who would have thought, Shauna, that not only would I have excelled in peewee football, in high or middle school football, to which I quit. I'll talk about I'll talk about that in the book. And then I went to the next level, nevertheless, and then high school football, all the way up to college football collegiate level and was thinking about going pro was actually preparing my body to go through the pro combine. Who would have thought that that person up to that level of competition was actually afraid of getting hit. I did not want to get tackled. How did I survive in an environment like that, Shauna? Is because I knew the one advantage that I had is that if I ran like a scaredy cat, toward the end zone and I would become the most elusive slippery guy you would ever want to try to come across and tackle and that became my mojo for success it was actually by moving I knew at a very early age even in peewee football Shauna they teach you when you are on the football field if you do not move you have a greater likelihood of getting hurt than if you move so when I understood that, yeah, I understood that a, a great uh, – it's the football players who stand still. It's those who don't move their feet. It's those who aren't going forward who actually have the highest likelihood of getting hurt. And so that such is the case when it comes to addressing our fears, is that when we use fear as a paralyzing mechanism instead of a mechanism that can propel us forward, that's when we're actually succumbing to it, and it's not going to end up very good for us. Uh, but I always say take action and, and move even in the face of fear. I love the book title that says, feel, feel the fear and do it anyway. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's just taking, a, taking, 
just, and, and it doesn't have to be like a massive step because I'm all about the nope. change challenge. Just one thing, pick one thing, just a baby step in the, you know, in the direction that you want to go and that builds confidence as well. And so it's just like, you can, uh, you can run a marathon. <laughs> one baby step at a time, you can be cultivating your gift, you can be, you know, helping and serving those people that, you know, you were put on the earth to, to serve, just one baby step at a time. Yes, and when you take those steps too, here's the thing that I know about fear, is that it minimizes over time with the action. It's almost as if, as you approach something, it gets smaller, but the farther away from it you are, the bigger it seems, the scarier it seems. And we have just just our, our human nature, Shauna, we naturally make situations out to be scarier than what we what they actually are. You know, we we project the most negative outcome possible. Uh, we're, we're gonna fail. We're, we're gonna lose the house. We're gonna be terrible business owners, and our clients are never gonna like us and never repeat by. And, and and we'll eventually have to close the doors, and we'll be shunned from the community, and we'll be sleeping on the sidewalk. You know, and it continues to go on and on and on to where it feels so big. But it's become my experience that even through the pitfalls, the ups and downs. It has never been as worse as I thought, as bad as I thought it would be. And it's because, you know, we took action and it minimized over time. Right. So anybody that's facing, you know, something challenging, just take the action. So, you know, I, I, I love, I mean, this is just kind of a bit of a preview of your book, but your book is amazing. And what I, what I, I think you have an audio version of it as well. Yes, the audio version is so funny. You mentioned that you you're on point. You, what else do you do, Shauna? You're so gifted. You're so talented. Oh. That was I, I'm not kidding you. I, I love. By the way, uh, one at the very beginning when you mentioned, um, is there anything else that I, uh, that I should say about you? Have I missed anything? I was I was going to interject. I'll do that now. Easily, you're top three, one of my favorite in the fitness industry. I absolutely love what you do, uh, and, and, and you're good at it. So to answer your question, yes, an audio version of Born Gifted is coming out. I'm so freaking excited about it. I'm like trying not to bounce off the walls in my office right now. Uh, yeah. And I literally today uh, was messaging uh, uh, a contact about it to see where we are. So it should be done uh, roughly about two weeks from now. Okay. So by the time our podcast is is live, uh, you mm-hmm. will be able to not only get the book born gifted, but I think I'm going to also have to get the, the audio version because dude, you are the fitness preacher. I love to. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Let me read it to you. Let me read it to you, Shana. Exactly. Because uh, for those of you that are listening now, like Nissan, you were one of my very favorite uh, speakers. You know, when when I go, I go to a lot of events and you've been introducing big guests. And that is actually the as, as much as I love listening to the, you know, the head, the keynote speakers. It's like I am there front row in the audience to be listening to you, Nissan. So 
So I would encourage oh. everybody to be getting, you know, the born gifted book and the audio because that is going to be an extra special treat. But where would people get that? I will also have that in the show notes, but just quickly, is it just on Amazon? Yep, sure. On Amazon.com, you can type in Born Gifted in the search engine or Barnes and Nobles as well. You can get that uh, online there as well. And it's, it, it is available, easily accessible. Okay. Well, I mean, I am all about empowering women in particular. And I, I just find that your book is just a great tool to help women, everybody really, but because my audience is mostly women, unlock their, their potential and live to their fullest, live to their fullest. And so I really appreciate you being uh, on our podcast today. But before we leave, I just want to give you a, a one question and and okay. you, because i i feel like you know you've got these superpowers but if i were to ask you what your superpower is what would you say your superpower what would you like for it to be like if you could what would i like for it to be yeah easily i thought about this one now teleporting i would like to be able to teleport to be able to just whoop go anywhere within a flash because I have a brother who plays basketball in Poland professionally. Uh, I have family in Alabama and I just love being around the people that I love teleporting. All right. Well, you know what? I, I think I decided that that was mine on another, on another <laughs> podcast that we did because I'm the same son. You're far away from me. My Australian family, adopted family, you know, I could just love to, I would just love to blink my eyes and, and you know, oh. be in their presence, right? So um, one day, one day. All right. Well, if anyone could, could make a teleporter, like it might be you. So if you could just work on that for us, that would be awesome. <laughs> I'll get back to you next week. Okay. Awesome. That sounds great. Well, thank you for joining us, um, Nissan. That's it for today. This has been the Shauna Kay Show. Head to podcast.shaunakay.com for show notes and more. See you next time.